Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture news and gossip. I'm Marnie Dixit and I'm joined as always by my lovely co-host Samma Rose. Hello! Coming up, a deep dive on the Free Britney movement, the Bachelor in Paradise double standard that has fans screaming, well, if you could scream on Twitter, plus heaps <laughs> more. So let's get into your pop fix where we fill you in on everything that's happened in the entertainment world this week. To start off this week's episode, I'd like to do an update on the disappearance of Naya Rivera. On July 13, Naya's body was found in Lake Peru in Ventura County, California. The Ventura County Sheriff suggested Naya may have been caught in a rip current with her son. I'm quoting the sheriff now. It is believed Naya mustered enough energy to save her son, but not enough to save herself. I think everyone can agree that Naya died a hero and made the ultimate sacrifice for her child. Oh, 100%. It's such a sad, sad story. And I know that this week, especially, um, well, last week, I guess, because this episode drops on Monday, uh, was horrific for celebrity deaths. There was Naya Rivera, Elvis Presley's grandson, Kelly yeah. Preston, um, someone from the Fresh Prince of Air. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Um, I think a Mythbusters guy. It was oh, a horrific yeah. week. It and really was. Um, yeah, and it just it's this story, I think, especially because she has such a young son and so many people watched Glee, it just it feels like it's really hit home, like it's it's like on a personal level almost. And um I think that's so sad that she she was able to save her son and then he turned around and she was nowhere to be found because she just I couldn't know. she couldn't do it. See, I cuz Maybe you remember the details a bit better than me, Marnie, but wasn't he asleep when they found him? Yeah, so I think it must have been a while. Like, I think that maybe they took the boat out, they went for that swim early on, and then maybe... And the thing is, is that we'll just never know. I know. Because, you know, it's 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 hard to interview a four-year-old and get all the details. So um, yeah. I'm assuming that maybe there was a bit of time between when he was found and when that incident happened. Yeah, but at least they can do a proper service for her now that they have her body but yeah what a what a yeah. sad way to go but and such it was a hero. heartbreaking things on um like on daily mail there was just this video of her dad like running into the lake oh. like he was just i know and i was just like oh i didn't i don't need to see this no one needs to oh. see this this is a private moment um but did you also see heather morris and amber riley standing with her friends and family by the lake all holding hands oh, yeah and that was about an hour before her body was found um and oh also on the seventh anniversary of Corey monteith's death was the day oh, that she wow. was found yeah. oh yeah. my gosh it's it's yeah. all just a lot yeah, the Glee curse, huh? But I think knowing that she died a hero brings probably a, a, a bit of pride to the family. I don't know if that's the way to put it, but obviously an awful way for her to go. But she was doing it to save her kid. And yeah, I think she'll always be remembered in such a positive light, no matter what. All over social media, there's growing concerns for Britney Spears' well-being. This story has a bit of history behind it, so let's go back in time to 2007, when the pop star had a very public meltdown. We all know the famous image where she's shaving her head, she has an umbrella, um, and of course it became a meme. But there's a harrowing image too, where she's strapped to a gurney, being taken out of her house to a psychiatric facility where her mental health was evalu evaluated. 
Following that evaluation, a court order ruled that all her assets and basically all of her money were to be controlled by her father and her lawyer. And it's been that way for 12 years. Should we explain that, like, what a conservatorship is um, in case people don't know? So it's it's normally reserved for like you know, older people, people with serious mental uh, mental illness and things like that. So basically, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it was her father who took it out on her behalf, and he can take care of her financial decisions, um, pretty much anything. To be honest, like she's not she's not allowed to get married, she's not allowed to drive a car, she can't uh, take care of her children. I don't think. Uh, and as of the last court review. The date on Britney's conservatorship was extended until at least August 22, 2020, which is why I think a lot of fans are especially vocal about it now. And he has attempted to make uh, the conservatorship permanent, saying that he believes that his daughter suffers from early onset dementia, which I don't think is true. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. And I did see that the reports have not you may know more about this, Marnie, but there have been reports that, you know, she can't um, have kids or go out shopping or whatever without um, being monitored. But I don't know if that's been verified. So, yeah, it is quite intense. Um, recently, though, a conspiracy theory that's been going on for over 10 years now has resurfaced on social media. And it's that Britney Spears is trapped in this conservatorship and her fans want to free her because... Britney's in danger. Um, and the hashtag free Britney is going all over the internet and it's trending. So this conspiracy theory started because, well, this conspiracy theory resurfaced because Britney has been making odd videos. And we even talked about the strange video she made about her gym burning down an episode is Iggy Azalea pulling a Kylie Jenner. Do you, do you remember that odd video, Marnie? Yes. Oh my goodness. That was really bizarre. It was, and she just keeps making more bizarre videos. And fans have been voicing their concern for Britney in the comment sections of her Instagram posts. And one fan commented on a video saying, if you need help, wear yellow in your next video. Other fans also commented for her to spin around and to blink twice if she needed help. And in the next video, Britney wore a yellow crop top and spun around blinking twice <laughs> at a time. And it gets weirder. One fan then asked Britney where she was. So in the next video, Britney is dancing to the song Malibu. And so fans are pretty sure she's communicating with them in this way. And I must admit, I have been going down a rabbit hole on TikTok looking at these videos of Britney Spears' conspiracy theories. Um, in one video, Britney is dancing, holding a hat. And I think the caption says, like, follow the hat or the hat will lead the way or something like that. And a TikTok user called Moonwalk on Mars said he deciphered what was written on the hat by, like, zooming in and then tracing it on with, like, This Snapchat guy has letters. done a lot of um, research into this whole thing, hasn't he? Has he? Oh, yeah. Well, I've yeah. only seen the one video. Yeah, he's this... got a few. Oh, Okay. Um, but in this video, uh, he's written help. Like, he's seen that the hat has got help written on it. Um, what other videos have you seen? Uh, I think, I don't know if it was him or someone else talking about um, how she says something like, the magic is in the eyes. Yes. And people think that she's got call 911 in her eyelashes, yes. which I don't see. I don't think I see it. But I think it's an interesting um, idea. 
Another conspiracy I've heard is that the boyfriend, is his name Sam? Sam Ascari. Yes. He is in on it as well. That's what I've heard. Like yeah. there are videos on TikTok of him, of people being like, see, he's telling her to smile when they're in videos. He's telling her, her to like, put well. on a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like when they're on the red carpet, which she obviously didn't want to be on that red carpet. No, and he's like, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. No. But that could just be a controlling boyfriend. <laughs> like he doesn't need to be in on it. Who but knows? I just want to go quickly back to... Um, talking about the call 911 written under her eyes. So I've seen, yes. so it is It is the image that says the natural light always reveals the magic in the eyes. And there are so many videos investigating this post. So yes, I've seen the one that they've zoomed in and seen call 911 written under her eyes. Another one, um, and I'm pretty sure this person photoshopped it, but they played with the contrast and like, um, were able to find the words, the word help in her pupils. And another one um, zoomed in on her eye and above her eyebrow is the word, is the letter S. And then obviously her eye is an O. And then there's three dots under her eye, which in um, Morse code stands for S. So they're like, she's saying save oh our my souls. Gosh. So I could not help myself. I was like, I am going to try, see what I can find in this image. So I ended up playing okay. with um, the light, the exposure, the contrast. And all I could find was in her right eye, so we're looking at it, it's her left eye, um, on her bottom eye mascara is the word cry. Now, I don't know if my brain is just, like, trying to make something out of the image. It could just be shadows, it could wow. just be clumps of mascara. But I am pretty sure I saw, saw the word cry. But I think the fact that there's so many different um, theories on what that image shows is just, like... Ugh what what really is going on here um but the best part i think about this is celebrities are jumping on board now well maybe they've been doing it for a while but um paris hilton snooki and rose mcgowan are all using the hashtag free britney and spreading these conspiracy theories um yeah and share i think as well there you go and these would be people who like know her who have spent time with her as well um yeah, so... But there are reports that people who show support for it are being threatened with legal action. Really? Yeah. And, you know, even her own mum, Lynn Spears, has been seen liking Free Britney uh, posts. <gasps> and her sister's put out a post that's not... It doesn't say Free Britney, but it's talking about, you know, like, where was everyone when she needed them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, her son, Jaden has said stuff about his grandpa. Uh, his friend asked him on a live video, how can we support your mum? And he responded, well, I don't know because I'm like trying to do stuff, but like they're all over me or whatever. And his friend then asked further, is your grandpa a, a jerk? And he replied, yeah, he's a pretty big dick. He can go He can go die. Oh my God. So, Whoa. you know, mm. it doesn't sound like the family is all that keen on what's happening to her either. So, which just makes you think, like, I think the further you read into this, even if you didn't think at all that this was true, the more that you read this stuff, you're just like, no, 100%. We have to get her out. Yeah, I'm with you there because at first I thought like, oh, she's just like playing around. It's not real. I was even talking to my fiance Casey about this and he's like, she's just trolling everybody. But her videos are fucking weird. Like there's one where she's dancing to Rihanna's songs and the captions are all kind of odd and allude to a fan's comment in some way. 
And I think also it's just because that is all she can do. That's all she's allowed to do. She can't do anything else. She can't go out and like have fun. She's basically a prisoner in her own home. Is that true though? Can she not go out? That seems so extreme. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why. Well, I also, I guess because there's COVID. Yeah, so maybe at the moment she can't. Don't be a COVID Did idiot. you see? Yeah. Did you see um, that on a podcast called Britney's Gram, they kind of started restarted the conversation last year after receiving a phone call from a former member of her legal team? Did you see no. this? Okay, so he had quit a few weeks earlier and he called and said that Britney had been in treatment since January 2019, not April as it had been reported at the time, and that she didn't consent to being in treatment. And so this is when fans really became curious about the conservatorship. Um, And yeah, so he was saying that she's not allowed to make decisions about her business, her health, voting, marriage and more. And I think in 2008, she told MTV, if I wasn't under the restraints I'm under, I'd feel so liberated. There's no excitement. There's no passion. Even when you go to jail, you know there's a time when you're going to get out. But in this situation, it's never ending. Oh, my God. And since then, she's not spoken about it at all. Wow. Yeah, I've heard that they put her on some pretty heavy medication, which just makes her a bit numb. And just earlier today, I saw a meme where it was like... um, you know, me, I'm dead inside. And it was Britney Spears on the set of Ellen. And you know how Ellen does those um, jump scare videos where she tries to catch them off guard? Britney's sitting there um, and someone jumps out of a box, which would terrify me. Britney does not flinch. She does not move. She doesn't even blink. She's just sitting there. Wow. I don't think she even says anything either. (gasps) Yeah. So it's it's like, I know medication can numb you. So I kind of believe that aspect and that would probably explain why she didn't react yeah and her dad I think cancelled one of her tours because she refused to take the medication which is why I think she was put in that treatment uh in January last year yeah wow but it's it just seems like there's a lot of um information we just we don't have which is probably fair enough it's not really our business but if her family are so opposed to the conservatorship, like if her mum, her sister, her sons, why do they not have any power in this situation? Why is it all I don't know. to the father? Are her parents still together? Sure. I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Did you um, also see, I, I saw somewhere that that meltdown that she had in 2007, it, was, it wasn't even that she was like, you know, having... I mean, obviously it, it was a meltdown, but the reason that she shaved her head and everything was so that she wouldn't be marketable. Oh, really? Yeah. She was like, I don't want to be a product anymore. Wow. So I'm going to make myself like unattractive, basically. Which is like her way of taking the power because she's been what um, a performer since she was 16, probably before that, before, but like a yeah. famous performer since she was 16. Yeah. Her parents are split up. Yeah. So maybe that's why only yeah. the father got the conservatorship. Yeah. Did you see um, the post by Dirty2000s, the Instagram account? Uh, Yes, but please explain for our listeners. Oh, okay. All right. So this is it was a really big post and it summarized the entire version of events urging fans to support the movement. So in a nutshell, 
The Post uh, said that throughout Britney's entire music career, she's been telling her fans that she is controlled and treated as a product in her lyrics. So they claim that examples are found in songs like Lucky, Overprotected, My Prerogative, Circus, Pieces of Me and Gimme More. And that in her music videos and photo shoots, she's often seen in cages or in chains. It continues saying that her real singing voice is more similar to Christina Aguilera's. However, her record label didn't like this because they were both on the Mickey Mouse Club when they were kids and they were set to release solo albums around the same time. So they ended up having her retrained to sing in that baby voice, uh, which has actually destroyed her singing abilities throughout the years, which is why she's known to lip sync. It's because her voice is like destroyed from Aww. using that voice. Her actual singing voice is actually a lot deeper. Um, it uh, continues saying that she did attempt to release an album in her real voice, but the label cancelled it when they realised that it wasn't going to be, you know, that, that voice that they've created for her. Which is so they dumb because people love it when people reinvent themselves. It's like, I would love to yeah. hear Britney's different voice. You know, she's yeah. she's a grown woman now. Who wants the baby voice? It's a bit creepy if people want the baby voice. I'm just going to say. Yeah. So um, they wrote, her entire career, she has been treated like a product to sell. So they added, in 2007, Jamie uh, Spears petitioned the courts to be a temporary conservator until she was mentally stable. But not long after that, uh, she appeared on How I Met Your Mother and dropped a new video for Womanizer and promoted her album Circus. So if she was so unwell, how did she start working right away? Um, and they've added that her social media and her phone use is monitored and saying that she was placed in that mental health facility that we mentioned because she was seen driving her car without permission and for refusing to take sedating medication. Just quickly, though, that point about her um, phone being monitored, do you think it is, though, if she can post these things on Instagram or do they just not pay attention? I think someone else must be posting for her. It oh. could be Sam. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what a lot of people think. Um, so she testified to a judge in documents that she was held there against her will by her father. So that was really interesting. And then actually recently a photographer, Andrew Gallery, who worked with Brittany for the 2008 documentary for the record and spent time with her on tour, he recently spoke out because she gave him a letter about the conservatorship and while the original letter had been destroyed, he had a copy made. Mm. And in the letter, she speaks in third person and discusses her ex-husband and father of her sons, Kevin Federline. And she said, um, what happened to Brittany was a year ago and people need to get with the times. As for Kevin saying Brittany divorced him, she was forced to by her lawyers because she went to visit him in New York and he wouldn't see her and the children. And her lawyers said if she, would, she, if she doesn't divorce him, he's going to do it himself. She was lied to and set up. Her children were taken away and did, and she did spin out of control, which any mother would in those circumstances. Oh, yeah. It also, yeah, it also alleges that Brittany has no rights and the conservatorship will go on as long as the people are getting paid, but it doesn't make it right at all. She's a very giving person and would love to get the respect she deserves. The letter ends. Um, and so this photographer said that he didn't speak out before because he was under a contract, but became worried with all the recent Free Britney posts. So it's it's very interesting. And it's just like the more you read it, the more it makes sense. I know. I know. It's one of those conspiracy theories where it's like, is it a conspiracy theory or do we need to save Britney? And I'm pretty sure people have signed a pledge um, to free her, like 100, over 100,000 yes. people. Yes. 
So And so Trump will have to like say something about it, won't he? Yes, yeah, yeah, he will. So I don't know, it'll be interesting. Um what do you think? I would do? love to hear his reaction. I don't <laughs> know. He'll probably be like tremendous singer, tremendous <laughs> Britney. She's a national icon, tremendous. And then he'll I be don't like, know. But I... her father is the greatest. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. I was actually talking to some of the um, guys at work and we were saying, would this, you know, it's off the back of what we were talking about, actually. That's why it made me think about it. If Britney was a man, would she be under this conservatorship? Because to me, it reminded me of Kanye West and how he's able to run for president. So if she was a man and this was happening, could she just be running for president? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she could definitely um, go to the shops by herself. Um, it's so tricky, though, because it's like, ha- well, we don't know, but has Kanye done anything to to endanger himself or others? The I can think of an example where Britney was driving with her baby on her lap. Um, yes, so, that was bad. So that she endangered herself and her baby. So maybe legally... Um, she she has been put into the situation because she's done some dangerous things. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is there. Um but what I what I do know is that she's clearly got a controlling father. I mean, any I think any normal parent would see their child in distress and go, "Look, let's help you, not hey, you you can't do anything I'm gonna control every aspect of you but then again she's like a child star so obviously I'm guessing it came a lot from her father that he pushed her into this line of work into this limelight and he wants to keep continuing her as a commodity not as a proper daughter 100% and just like if you think about the fact that she didn't she have like a Vegas show so she was performing constantly she went on tours she released music how could she be doing all of that if she wasn't quite right yeah exactly exactly that makes no sense I I just I hope for her sake that she's just trolling us and she's fine Um, but then again I I hope she can get out of the conservatorship as well. Yes, guys, please. Free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> Free Britney. <laughs> Fans are calling out the massive double standard on Bachelor in Paradise when it comes to the harsh treatment of Abby Chatfield versus Kieran Stott. We know that Abby Chatfield would, was considered the villain of Matt Agnew's season of The Bachelor, with a lot of viewers calling her out for what was seen as an aggressive approach in pursuing him. It's been known that Abby was pretty keen on Kieran from the start of Bachelor in Paradise. And last year, she even posed nude with some grapes covering herself to make a point about how he was perceived on The Bachelorette versus how she was perceived on The Bachelor. So she wrote, Last week on The Bachelorette, fan fave Kieran stripped down to nothing as part of a group date. In the same week, he admitted he used to dance in bars and has had a nose job. This caused Australia, including me, to fall even further in love with him, admiring his confidence, sense of humour and cheeky behaviour. The fact that he was so open about usually taboo taboo topics was amazing. We simply must stand. However, the comments section on every social media post of Kieran's photo was full of laughing faces and fire emojis. It was an awesome and iconic moment in Australian TV. While I love that the majority of the public got behind Kieran, I couldn't help but wonder what it would be like if the gender roles had been reversed. What if I had been on a group date, offered to strip down to nothing and posed nude on national TV? 
What if in the same week I had shared that I had had plastic surgery and had danced in nightclubs? I can imagine the nation would riot. I'm sure I'd be accused of being cocky, not confident, attention-seeking, not funny, slutty, not that that means anything, not cheeky, and fake. Not just comfortable enough to admit to having surgery. As we know from another one of my ranty posts, I got slut-shamed hard while on Batchy. When I wore a short skirt, I got messages saying I was unworthy and unlovable for showing some skin. In contrast, Kieran's nudity made him a clear contender for Angie's heart, his confidence being a quality that many women look for in a partner. I can only imagine the public outcry if I had done the same as Kieran. Which is so true. Yeah, my Um, In the first... Yeah, in the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise, Kieran arrived wearing nothing but with a bunch of grapes covering himself. And I think it was meant to be an icebreaker between him and Abby. Uh, But later on, Kieran found himself caught between Cassandra Mamone and Abby, but he also had history with another Batchy star, Renee Barrett, who it's later revealed that he cheated on while at a wedding. Oh. I can't keep up with him. So he then went for a stroll with Cassandra, but when he didn't manage to get a kiss from her, he went to Abby's room. Then he spent the night in Jess's room soon after returning from his date with Abby. While many fans loved Kieran's cheeky uh, nature when he was on The Bachelorette, Paradise is showing a very different side of him and fans just aren't impressed by this at all. Understandably. Uh, One fan wrote, Kieran doesn't get slut-shamed despite fooling around with half the girls on the island in one day, but people attack Abby for liking one guy. How about from now on nobody ever gets a shame gets shamed for consensual sexual activity. Oh, I like that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Another added, so Jess being a former stripper is unacceptable to Cass, but Kieran being a former stripper, admitted cheater, and player is totally fine with her. Okay, sis, keep clowning. <laughs> I love that. Someone else wrote, Kieran walked in naked, cheated on his ex, pursued her friend, pashed Abby because he didn't get a kiss from Cass and is moving on to a third woman in 48 hours. He's a fan favourite and loved by the whole cast while Abby and Jess are bullied and slut-shamed. Fans were also very upset because Abby went home on Thursday night while Ten made it seem like she was the star of the show. Oh, <laughs> classic. classic. I can't. Classic reality TV. Sam, what are your thoughts? I think I know your thoughts, but I just want to hear them anyway. <laughs> I think um, Abby made a great point. Like, what even is a slut? So in Kieran's case, let's call him what he is. He's an asshole, like a total asshole. Maybe narcissistic as well. Like, he doesn't really care about how those women will feel if he's spending one, like, one moment with one and then another with the other. But I, you know, I don't enjoy the bachelor (laughs) but i gotta say this abby chatfield person i think she has really really put out a good message there that i think is thought-provoking and i used to think a lot but now so i but now more so i i haven't really thought about it in a long time and that is that what is a man slut what when and why do we say man slut why is slut just so feminized um (laughs) oh that's so true yeah And I think it comes down to the fact that women are supposed to behave a certain way, look a certain way, um, and then just become mothers. (laughs) Like, that's that's kind of what we've been told growing up. Um, Whereas men, it's like, oh, they're in their 20s, you know, they better get it out of their system, they better go have fun. But it's like, okay, why? (laughs) Why can't women just go have fun? I mean, I I can confidently say every young woman at some point in their life 
has been called a slut either to their face or behind their back and whether that be because they've had sex with someone in particular or had sex with a certain amount of people or even for dressing a certain way and it and it's kind of this weird thing where it's like we can't just be we can't just be accepted for who we are um we have to be analysed and scrutinised and people think about our sexploits and it's kind of gross. It's like, why are you thinking about me in that way? Can you please stop? And one person I really, really admire um, when it comes to this certain aspect of life is Amber Rose. And we all know that she is taking back the word slut with her slut walks and she's essentially saying you know if you want to dress sluttily whatever that means again then do it if it makes you happy raise a middle finger to everyone else who's telling you to be quiet to cover up blah 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 but on the flip side if you want to be quiet if you want to be covered up then do it but don't make other people make you do it I guess is is the message there um I went on a bit of a rant there, but... I like it. Mic drop. <laughs> Money, what do you think? What do you think about this double standard? Oh, no, I agree. I think you've brought up some really good points there. Like, how... And it's just so funny that it is, like, it's just happened on the same show, so you can just see it so clearly. It's and so I think, clear. Yeah, and even, I think, when I watched The Bachelor last year, I don't think I really liked Abby. And then when you hear her talking about her experience afterwards you're like damn why was I so hard on her I don't know why I was and she I think has been a really good person to follow in terms of all of this stuff and just teaching people that they're not just people and like they're they're actual real people yeah (laughs) Yeah, they have emotions they have consequences totally um and I did really like Kieran on uh The Bachelorette so it's really interesting seeing this whole side of him yeah and I and I wonder if it's because we've we have been raised to like really love the Aussie larrikin and the Aussie larrikin is without a doubt a male but it's like well we need to just get rid of that and just be like you know if he's hurting people if he's being an asshole then call him that he's not cheeky yeah I also wonder um, well, he's English, but I also wonder if it's the editing. Like, was Abby edited to look that way and was Kieran edited oh, to yeah. look that way? Like, it just, it's so shit how the producers can just make you feel one way or the other about someone. How do they sleep at night? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. And I know it makes for good television, but what would make for better television if you try to break the stereotypes, if you just perpetuate them? Because I know that when we watch TV, our brain like literally switches off. So (laughs) we're like not actively doing anything while we watch stuff. But if we were presented with something that was so opposite to what we've grown up with, what we believe, then would we actually start to pay attention more? Would, Would we like sit back and reflect on what we've learned and will we try to unlearn everything? So why not? I feel like that might make better TV. You might make more money that way. But then again, I'm not a producer, so I don't know. Who knows? Scandal sells, I guess. On a hilarious note to end on, Carol Baskin has covered 
50 cents into club on Cameo for a fan's birthday. And it is honestly hilarious. I'm going to play the audio for you, but I I really want you to please look up the video because it is amazing. And she and her husband do a bit of a weird dance afterwards. And it's it's just awkward, but amazing. So here is that. Whiteness, let's be honest. That is exactly what it is. Uh, So here is that audio now. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin and Howard Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. And we are here with the Crip Mates to wish Charlotte a happy birthday. Go, Go Charlotte. Charlotte. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. We're, We're gonna, gonna party like it's your birthday. birthday. We're gonna, gonna sit Bacardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fudge that it's your birthday. I mean, she's a, a rap yeah. superstar. I, you know what? She could pivot. She could just go into the rap career. I mean, she's I'm pretty sure. bloody good. <laughs> what has Fiddy said anything about this? Has he? He has improved. Yeah. So his reaction was, I don't really get this, but this song wasn't music. It was magic. It went everywhere in the world. That never went away. Every day is someone's birthday. And then he goes, but the shit it did to Murder Inc. Lol, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Is Murder Inc. the um, I don't know the record company brand record company? Yeah, I don't know. Um, he's right. It is somebody's birthday everywhere. He's not wrong. <laughs> he's not every wrong. day. Somebody has a birthday. <laughs> but yeah, for some reason he has deleted that post. So oh. I don't know. But more in Carol Baskin news. She was tricked. By that same comedian, Tom Armstrong, that made Beverly uh, Mitchell. What was it? Beverly Mitchell? Is that her name? The Seventh Heaven person. Um, Shout out Ivan Milat. So this guy has gotten Carol to shout out Rolf Harris, uh, which was also really embarrassing for the Big Cat Rescue owner. So here is that audio. Surely I couldn't get another American celebrity to shout out Australia's most notorious sexual predator. Bonus points if they mention UK's most notorious sexual predator. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. Hi, Rolf Harris. All your kids wanted to get together and tell you that you have really touched them and that they love all that you have done for them. I hear there's a lot of great stories about you and your best friend, Jimmy Seville. Can't wait to hear those. Happy birthday, Rolf. Oh, she's just so genuine. I know. (laughs) Which is like, if she's that genuine, is she really that genuine? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? All I want to say is, moderately famous people, please do some research before being asked to give shout outs to people, especially if you've been getting given a full name. Like, there's a reason that they're not just going, uh, can you shout out my best friend Rolf? Like, oh, Marnie, you're cluey. You're Mm. cluey. I don't know if people are that cluey. You won't be able to be pranked by this comedian, that's for no sure. No one's going to prank me. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to try so hard now. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture news. Please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you could please leave us a five-star rating and review, we'll give you a prize. Um, the Ooh, prize is our prize? love. It's our oh, love. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I haven't 
We haven't discussed this. We haven't discussed this. Do we have the budget? So we're just going to, we're going to give you a love prize. Uh, You can find PopFix on Instagram and Twitter at PopFix Podcast. And you can also find our Facebook group if you search the same thing. Uh, Samma, where can we find you on Insta? Of course, you can find me at underscore Samma Rose underscore. And you can find me at Marnie Dixit. We'll be back in a week. Chat to you then. Bye. Bye.